Hello and welcome to My Hunting Journal. I'm your host, John, and in this podcast, we talk about hunting, shooting, and the great outdoors. Now, today's episode, I'm going to kind of betray that introduction a little bit. We're going to talk about something, and it is not necessarily strictly to do with hunting, shooting, or the great outdoors. However, this podcast being My Hunting Journal, And my goal in this podcast ultimately being to uh, share the lessons that I've learned the hard way, to share the most valuable lessons that I've learned over my time as an outdoorsman and as a man in general. I think the topic that I want to talk about today has a lot of influence on these different disciplines of hunting and shooting and being an outdoorsman. And so today, I really want to begin the discussion of what will hopefully be a couple of episodes in the future as well. And I want to begin what is basically a mini-series that I'm calling The Merits of Manliness. Now, what does manliness have to do with being a hunter or an outdoorsman? Well, I would argue a lot. I would argue that hunting is primarily a manly hobby. Now, I would also argue that hunting does not make a woman or a female less feminine if they partake in hunting. As a matter of fact, I really respect a lot of female hunters out there. I think there are a lot of females out there who have a lot to offer as far as sharing skills and knowledge when it comes to being an outdoorsman. And so, uh, I don't think that it would be an exclusively masculine hobby. But I do think that, ultimately, hunting is manly. And I I say that for a number of reasons. First off, hunting is really hard work when you are hunting the West, the wide-open landscapes where hunting near the road is nearly impossible. Um, I'm talking specifically about hunting up in the mountains. Not necessarily just Western hunting, but backcountry hunting is really what I'm trying to get at here. Now, I would say that men have a tendency to have a desire to do hard things. Men have the urge to fight impossible odds, to do challenging tasks, to rise to the occasion. And ultimately, I think that there's a problem when men give this up. I think that entire cultures and societies can be emasculated by giving up the uh, challenge that we give to young men and to boys. And ultimately, I'm trying to keep this in mind in raising my own two boys. I want to give them challenges and quests to go on to make them feel important, to make them feel valued, but also to allow them to find their limits. I think that as a culture... In America, we need men who lead their families well. And I believe that if we can have a group of strong men, they can create strong families. And those strong families would create strong communities. And those strong communities would ultimately lead to a stronger country. And I think that you see this idea from authors all the way back to ancient times, like Homer in the Odyssey, or Marcus Aurelius in his Meditations. And you could find this theme all the way up into the writings of early Americans, like Teddy Roosevelt, 
Or I think of Frank Glasser, who is known better as the Alaska Wolfman. And you could find this all the way up into modern authors like Jordan Peterson, encouraging men to get out there and slay dragons. They're all sharing this common theme that one of the merits of manliness, one of the defining factors of masculinity, is a man who goes out and tests himself, is put out to battle, and is uh, fighting for the things in his life, and ultimately coming out the other side a better man. Now, I want to clarify that my hunting journal is not a religious podcast. However, I do see my hunting journal as a podcast being ultimately my journal of uh, the lessons that I learn and the trials that I face. And I myself am a Christian. And so I think that the Bible informs my view of what it means to be an outdoorsman and a hunter. And so there are going to be times in this podcast where I bring in information from the Bible. And I think this episode is a great time to do, to, to do that a little bit. You see, the book of Hebrews in the Bible says that no discipline seems pleasant at the time. Now, ultimately, I think it's talking about when we are disciplined. In other words, when God disciplines us and chastises us to create in us a more holy lifestyle. However, I think it wouldn't be wrong to take that word discipline and say that when we are acting in discipline, that similarly... It doesn't seem pleasant at the time, but it is important. And I would draw the parallel of the discipline that it takes to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to climb a mountain. It can be demotivating, it can be difficult, and it can cause you to question your purpose. Friends and listeners of this podcast, I would encourage you that this is a healthy thing. To question why you're doing what you're doing is ultimately a healthy thing. It helps us to realize what our purpose really is. And if your purpose is just to get out there and have a successful hunt, then that's totally fine. However, I think that for many, hunting hard and hunting the backcountry can often be more deep than just to fill the freezer. Because I think most of us know of easier ways to fill the freezer. As a matter of fact, people often tote about how much cheaper it is to get your meat by hunting because tags are relatively cheap. However, I think this is ultimately a lie. I think hunting is one of the most expensive ways that we can get our meat. Realistically, when you look at the cost of a rifle, and ammo, and boots, and a backpack, and gas to and from the trailhead, ultimately, I think hunting can be one of the most expensive ways to gain meat. And so I think that for many, like I said, hunting can be a deeper quest than just filling the freezer. Whether or not we realize it, I think that many of us hunt because it does make us stronger individuals. Now, what does this have to do with masculinity? Or maybe better asked, what does masculinity have to do with being an outdoorsman? Well, to answer that question, I think we have to answer what masculinity really is. And I hope to do that through this little mini-series, The Merits of Manliness. However, for now, I think that we can start to unpack the definition of masculinity by looking at what Paul has to say at the end of his first letter to the Corinthians. 
Paul tells the Corinthians to act like men. Well, again, what does this mean? I would say that this means to stand firm in your beliefs, to have strong convictions, to have a strong work ethic and a desire to do hard things and to live out that desire, to know what it means to go out to battle. See, I think to the boys listening to this podcast, I I think that I can speak for you when I say that it's commonplace for young boys to have fantasies about being a soldier or a superhero fighting off swarms of bad guys behind enemy lines. You see, I think this fantasy is ingrained in us because men were ultimately made to fight. Men were made to conquer and to overcome. And I think that we as a culture are starting to lose grip on this and it's causing this identity crisis in a lot of young men. See, I think it's important for men to have this moment of self-discovery this moment where we all but reach our breaking point. And I think that hunting provides that for many men. As a matter of fact, when I talk to my friends who are outfitters and guides across the West, they often tell me that the hardest thing for the clients that come to hunt the West is not the elevation, it's not the physical task of uh, packing out an elk, It's not the rigorous hike of getting up a steep mountainside. Rather, it's the mental toughness that's required to be alone on a mountainside for 10 days or to uh, push through when the weather is hard and you haven't seen animals in a couple of days. See, I think we can all relate to uh, the worst trait in a hunting partner being that mental weakness That when you suggest to climb a hill, they say, oh, but we've already climbed that hillside. And there there weren't any animals there last time, so why would there be any animals there this time? I think we can all agree that that is one of the most damaging traits in a hunting partner. And so, how do we overcome that? Should we overcome that? I would say yes. I would say it's important that we realize that we're not as strong as we think we are in that Ultimately, we should uh, push ourselves to the breaking point so that we could realize where our breaking point is and we can figure out how to move it further back so that next time we're in a similar situation, we can push even harder and go even farther. And that's what I want to see out of the listeners of this podcast in the men in my life and the men that I hunt alongside. And so that's the purpose of this little mini-series, and I hope to further expound on that in future episodes. But for right now, I think it's important to provide a purpose behind this entire idea that I've presented you with. The idea of doing hard things. The idea of pushing yourself. You see, when men do hard things out in the backcountry, it builds the confidence to tackle everyday challenges. When you're six miles in, knowing that you still have another six miles to hike back out, contemplating whether or not you even want to shoot an elk because you don't want to have to worry about the pack out. In this moment, your credit card payment seems like such a small problem. Cleaning your room feels like it would be an easy task. Making your bed feels like it shouldn't even be an issue. And so, 
ultimately, I think gaining the perspective of the immediate dangers that the wilderness can throw at you can be a really healthy thing. Our everyday trials and tribulations can seem so small compared to the immediate dangers of being out in the wilderness, being exposed, being alone on a mountainside. And so I think this is something that every man should experience at some point. And I think that this is something that allows us to grow in our discipline. Now, I was planning on doing this episode before I found out about this, but I think it's a happy coincidence that recently a good friend of mine posted a video on YouTube about some discipline that he's partaking in right now. Uh, My friend Marcus owns a YouTube channel called Simple Living Montana, and I'm going to link his YouTube channel in the show notes. But he's in the middle of doing a 30-day ice bath challenge, where for 30 days in a row, he is disciplining himself to take an ice bath. And he recently released a YouTube video about what this has done for him in his marriage. That him and his wife knew that they would not want to do ice baths every day. But they knew that because they didn't want to, that it's exactly what they should do. Because doing things you don't want to do is healthy. Stretching yourself in ways that causes you to be uncomfortable is healthy. I'm not saying that we should be like the Eastern monks who sleep on a cold, hard stone floor to try to discipline their body. But I am saying that I think that the Apostle Paul was on to something when he said that he beats his flesh into submission so that he's not a slave to his flesh. I think that often in America we get so complacent because of our privilege. We complain when we have to park further than the first few parking spots at the store. But what if, even when the parking lot was empty, we chose to park all the way in the back to discipline our bodies, teach ourselves how to say no to our bodies, so that when you really want something and you know you shouldn't have it, it's that much easier to say no. So that when you are tempted to do something that you know is wrong, but you know it would feel good in the moment, it's that much easier to fight off that temptation. Ultimately, as I explained, I think men are made for battle, but I think the primary battle that men fight is the battle against themselves. And I think that stretching ourselves and practicing discipline is the best way that we can train for the fight. And so, men listening to this podcast, I would encourage you to do hard things. I would encourage you as we are finishing up hunting season across much of the West, I would encourage you to get back out there and to push yourself to fight the temptation to say, oh, well, there's probably not going to be any animals and it's probably not worth waking up early to go out again. I've already tried several times this year and been unsuccessful. If that's you, I would suggest that you fight that urge to be complacent. And you use hunting and the outdoors as a way to practice disciplining yourself. As a way to practice being a true man. And I would suggest that if you do that, you'll come out of it the other side. A better man, a better husband, a better father, and a better hunter. If this episode has encouraged you, I ask that you share it with your friends. And you follow along on my other social media which will be linked in the show notes. Like I said, go check out Marcus's channel on YouTube. He's an awesome guy 
who uh, is also a Christian and another guy who is influenced by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, if that's something that interests you and you want to learn more about that, let me know. I'd be glad to make more podcasts talking about that. Uh, But I am really interested in talking about how to be better men and better outdoorsmen. So if that's something you want to hear more about, please follow along. I'll be releasing a new podcast episode every Tuesday. Thanks for listening, and God bless.